Section six of Modern Russian Poetry, an anthology, selected and translated by Babette Deutsch and Avram Yarmolinsky. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Kevin Davidson. Fyodor Sologub, pseudonym of Fyodor Tchernikov, born 1863. In Sologub, the sick fantast thumbed his nose at the respectable schoolmaster. One would expect neither in the son of a tailor and a peasant woman who had grown up in the house where his widowed mother was a servant. For ten years after his graduation from normal school, the young man taught in the provinces, learning to know the main streets of Russia, which were to furnish the stuff of his prose. At the age of twenty-nine he transplanted himself to St. Petersburg, where his uncanny verse and short stories gave him the entree to the modernist circle. In 1907 he retired from pedagogy and devoted himself entirely to literature. A few years later his complete works were published in twenty volumes, five of which were poetry, the remainder fiction and drama. He is a stay-at-home and has remained one, the revolution notwithstanding. If Sologub did not exist it would be necessary to invent him. The decadent gesture which was a pose or a purpose in others is his natural attitude he sees the universe as a ghastly menagerie in which the beasts have become wanted to their own stench from this he escapes to a world of impossible imaginings and fills his isolation with liturgies to his own ego hymns to the devil hosannas to death his unearthly world is fevered with fleshy lusts in his lucid moments, however, he achieves the charm of a Blake-like innocence, and his hemlock is mixed with the honey of an enchanting music. His poetry is the core of his work. His prose is fantastic and poe-esque, yet in one work at least, notably The Little Demon, he follows the Russian realistic tradition of revealing human nature's repugnant depths. The Amphora in a gay jar upon his shoulder the slave morosely carries wine. His road is rough with bog and boulder, and in the sky no starlights shine. Into the dark with stabbing glances he peers, his careful steps are slow, lest on his breast as he advances the staining wine should overflow. I bear my amphora of sorrow long brimming with the wine it hides their poison for each waiting morrow ferments within the painted sides i follow secret ways and hidden to guard the evil vessel lest a careless hand should pour unbidden its bitterness upon my breast the dragon evil dragon in the zenith fiercely glowing filaments of flame across the heavens throwing singeing all the valley with the heat that scorches from the deep dark quiver i will pluck an arrow tipped with subtle poison that shall find thy marrow all too early flourish my triumphal torches i shall draw my bow in valiant retribution i executor of ruthless execution and thy groaning answer my glad ears shall cherish as I speed a sudden doom long overhanging, 
and the arrow whizzes with a brazen twanging thou shalt fade thou evil dragon thou shalt perish when heaving on the stormy waters when heaving on the stormy waters i felt my ship begin to sink i prayed o oh, father satan save me forgive me at death's utter brink if you will save my soul embittered from perishing before its hour the days to come the nights that follow i vow to vice i pledge to power the devil forthwith snatched and flung me into a boat the sides were frail but on the bench the oars were lying and in the bow an old gray sail and landward once again i carried my outcast soul bereft of kin upon its sickly vicious sojourn my body and its gift of sin and i am faithful father satan unto my evil hours vow when from my drowning ship you saved me and when i prayed you guide the prow to you descend my praises father no day from bitter blame exempt o'er worlds my blasphemy shall tower and i shall tempt and i shall tempt austere the music of my songs austere the music of my songs the echo of sad utterance fills them a bitter breath far wafted chills them and is my back not bent to thongs the mists of day on darkness fall the vainly promised land i follow upon a road the shadows swallow the world rears round me like a wall at times from that far land the vain faint voice will sound like distant thunder can long abeyance of a wonder obliterate the long bleak pain the devil's swings below a pine's rough shadow where loud the river sings the hairy-handed devil pushes his devilish swings he swings and gives a crow to and fro to and fro the boards creak bending low the taut rope rubbing slow against the heavy boughs the board sways back and bracing with a long creak swings wide the devil still grimacing guffaws and holds his side i tremble to let go to and fro to and fro i sway and cling but no my languid glances grow fast where the devil toes above the looming pine the blue fiend's sniggers sting you found the swing so fine well devil take you swing below the shaggy pine they squeak and whirl and sling you found the swing so fine well devil take you swing the fiend will not release the board that hangs too steep till i am thrust toward peace by the dark hand's dread sweep until the hemp turns round too long and is worn free until the broad black ground comes flying up to me above the pine i'll fling and bore into the mire then swing devil swing higher 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 zenaida gipius madame dmitri merzhikovsky born eighteen sixty nine poetry is not woman's work in russia zinaida gipius the wife of dmitri merzhikovsky is one of the few who carry it on she has written a great deal of bad fiction some partisan criticism rather indifferent dramas and her poetry is not unexceptional 
Soon after her literary marriage, she joined the Petersburg Symbolists, and with her husband was one of the founders of the Religious Philosophical Society. A weakness for religious discussion and a theosophic bias have done much damage to both her prose and her verse. Her later poetry, however, is interesting as the expression of her difficult and distinctive personality. She has the quality of burning ice hiding under contemptuous ennui her passion for the impossible. In any event, she is a virtuoso of verse whose mastery of tone color and metric pattern is wholly admirable. She is at present engaged, together with her husband, in writing hymns of hate against the Bolsheviki from the bitter security of the diaspora. I SEEK FOR RHYTHMIC WHISPERINGS I seek for rhythmic whisperings where noises bandy, for life I listen wistfully in footless banter. I cast wide nets, and tentative, in lakes of sorrow, I go toward final tenderness, by pathways sordid. I look for dewdrops glistering, in falsehoods, gardens, I save truth's globules glistening, from dust heaps garnered. I fain would fathom a fortitude, through years of wormwood, and pierce the mortal fortless, yet live a worldling, my cup through ways impassable to bear untainted, by tenebrous bleak passages to joy attaining. Psyche A shameless thing, of every vileness capable, it is as drab as dust, as earthly dust, I perish of a nearness inescapable, its fatal coils about my limbs are thrust. A shaggy pulp embracing me and pricking me, as a serpent cold against my heart, its branching scales are poisoned arrows sticking me, worse than their bite, repulsion's horrid smart. Oh, were its sting a veritable knife in me, but it is flaccid, clumsy, still, and numb, thus sluggishly sucking the very life in me, a torpid dragon dreadful, deaf, and dumb. With stubborn rings it winds in mute obscurity and clings carelessly, its purpose whole, and this dead thing, this loathsome black impurity, this horror that I shrink from, is my soul. Creation Thou queen of all serenity, soul of my soul most chaste, I summon thee, divinity, I summon thee, make haste. But to the tryst thy offering shall not be brought alone. My guilt will come, my suffering, my sin will lift its moan. Before thy heart insulted so, in shame my head will sink, and I, who once exalted so, my humble tears shall drink. Forgive me, that diurnity is all my love could dower. That not for all eternity, I made thee for an hour. Alone my will hath kindled here thy being from the void, and thou shalt soon have dwindled here by my soul will destroyed. As I thou shalt grow tremulous till all my strength is gone to fall of silence emulous into oblivion. End of section six. Recording by Kevin Davidson, www.blogordie.com.